I am Carrie Nichols, and this is The 10-Minute Therapist, Episode 20, Wants Versus Needs. This podcast delivers tips, tools, and resources to improve your mental health in daily, manageable doses. My name is Carrie Nichols, and I am The 10-Minute Therapist. Hey friends, I am about to get packed and take off on a little weekend trip, but before I do that, I wanted to sit down and take a few minutes to record this new podcast for you. So it's something that's been on my mind for a while and I've been trying to formulate how to address it and that is what I think is a pretty universal problem of struggling with self-love. So what I am kind of putting together is this not at all comprehensive list of things that I think might be barriers to self-love and ways to combat those barriers. So let's go ahead and dive in. Um, First thing that I thought of is disconnecting from ourselves. The truth is, how do you know somebody if you don't, how do you love somebody if you don't know them? And I don't think that you can. So if you disconnect from who you are, if you're not paying attention to your thoughts, your feelings, your, your physical sensations, if you're not tuning into yourself, I truly don't believe that you'll be able to love yourself. So obviously the way that we would combat that problem is by developing a mindful awareness. And that's the constant tune in, like, How am I doing? How am I feeling? What am I thinking? What are my core values? So this is, you know, in the moment, but it's also the big picture. Like, what do I believe in? What do I think about these things? Like, what do I think about daily things? But what do I think about the big things? Um, So really developing that awareness of who you are and being comfortable with that. Um, Another barrier that's very closely related to that is... Um, if we do know who we are and what we think is suppressing or silencing our voice, meaning not sharing, not being comfortable sharing that voice with other people. So I think, you know, I think it's sometimes scary. Like, will I be okay? Will people accept me for who I am? What if I'm different? Right. And I think it's scary. So we, we shut down and we become maybe passive or submissive. And I think the, you know, the way to combat that is by being confident and speaking up assertively for our thoughts, our feelings, our wants, our needs. Um, Caveat here, I do think that people who slide out of passive communication tend to dive headfirst into aggressive. And we're not talking about that. We're not talking about being aggressive and acting like nobody else matters or, you know, talking disrespectfully to people. But we're talking about combining warmth and Um, compassion and respect with being open and honest and direct. Um, Next thing that I thought could be a barrier is trying to fit in. So fitting in is about changing who we are so that we can be similar to the people around us. It's about adaptation, right? It's about, it's not because we believe that we could genuinely benefit from you know, changing something about ourselves, it's because we're, we're trying to do it so that we can be more like other people around us and so that we won't feel comfortable with that disconnect between here's me and here's them. So I would say that the, the way to combat that is by finding true belonging and belonging is about being your authentic self and letting the right people be comfortable with that and the right people being in your life. And I honestly think that's the only way that you can find real happiness in your social connections, because it's so it's so hard to constantly feel like you're putting on this face or this show or, you know, that it's it's not real. Um, So I highly suggest being true to yourself and finding the right people who are okay with who you truly are. Another barrier that I thought of is perfectionism. 
So perfectionism is seeking, you know, flawlessness, like it's seeking, it's, it's seeking the unattainable, honestly, like, who is perfect? Nobody. So it's seeking something that really doesn't even exist. And then when we fall short of that, we have we have really upset feelings towards ourselves. We're very disappointed or discouraged. So I think the com- the way to combat that is by forming realistic expectations. It's okay to expect something of yourself. I'm not saying that you just need to be complacent and be like whatever and never grow or develop, but I am saying that at least have those expectations be realistic, you know, um, set the bar, something that you think is actually achievable, and then learn and grow from there. Um, the other barrier that I thought of is shame. So whereas guilt recognizes that we may make mistakes and we do something wrong and we feel bad about them, shame goes way beyond that. And it's this core belief that who we are is bad, that we haven't done something bad, but we are bad. And shame is this, you know, ever present sensation that we're just not enough. And that if people really knew us, they would also know that we're just not enough. So we we close off, right? We wall up. Um, so the antidote to that, to that would be self-compassion, the understanding that nobody's perfect, that you're okay, um, just as you are today, even while you're working and striving to be better, that um, that you're lovable, that, you know, you can comfort yourself in times of struggle and in times of discouragement in your own behaviors. So that's that's the antidote to shame. Another um, another barrier, I think, is comparison. So whereas perfectionism, you're putting yourself up against this really unattainable, like nobody, nobody has this perfect position in life. Um, comparison is actually comparing yourself to other other people. And I think what's unfair about this is so often we compare apples to oranges or we compare um, our weaknesses to somebody else's strengths or we compare, you know, just what we say, see on social media, which is obviously uh, usually a flawed snapshot of a person's life. And so we we it's really it's just an unfair comparison. And I would say that you don't need to compare yourself. Like I, I would say to, instead of that, develop acceptance, acceptance of who you are, acceptance of what you bring, acceptance of the fact that you're not going to be like everybody else. Um, you know, you scroll on Instagram for long enough and you're going to see people who are um absolutely fit or you're going to see people who are extremely talented or you're going to see people who have wonderful decorated homes or people who travel all over the world and that comparison can really make you feel bad about where you are and it's okay to have goals but it's not okay to to compare yourself to where others are I think that you need to start with where you are today and accept where you are today and then make goals for for what you want to change moving forward Um, The last thing that I'm going to touch on before we wrap up and I pack up my bags is listening to voices that tear us down. Sometimes those voices are internal, right? It's the internal dialogue that can tear us down, the constant berating of ourself. Um, And sometimes those voices are external. So I would say um, if the voices are internal, you need to you need to be aware of them. We sometimes develop these automatic thoughts that we don't even necessarily recognize exist. And when we don't recognize them, how can we how can we fight back against them? So develop an awareness of those automatic negative thoughts that you might have about yourself and learn to combat them. 
Um, affirmations would be one way that you might be able to do that. So if you if your automatic negative thought is I'm not good enough, then your affirmation would be I am good enough just as I am. If your automatic thought is I'm going to fail, your um, your affirmation might be I'm I am successful. Um, so that's one idea. And then if the if the voices are actually external and let's be real, there are people in the world who um, will will use their voice to hurt you and tear you down. And that's truly unfortunate, but it exists. And so I would say um, in order to fight back against that, create healthy boundaries. You don't need people in your life who make you feel shame, who make you feel like you're not enough as you are. And I will say um, a good friend will, a good friend can recognize that you have weaknesses, right? Because that's realistic. Of course you do. But a good friend will never feel make you feel like you're a bad person for those weaknesses. I think they'll support you and they'll encourage you and they will stand by your side, you know, as you work and you improve. So I would I would put boundaries up with those people who are not true friends. Um, I'm not saying that, you know, it's not good to have friends who 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 encourage you to be the best version of yourself. I think that's absolutely important, but you don't need to listen to people who genuinely just tear you down. That's not okay. So anyway, those are the barriers to self-love and some of the ways to combat those barriers. I hope you found it helpful. Please reach out to me if you have any questions and I hope you have a great weekend. Take care. Thanks for listening to The 10-Minute Therapist. If you found today's episode helpful, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast with a friend. And don't forget, you can always reach out to me on Instagram with ideas for upcoming topics. Until next time.